Hey guys, welcome back. Uh, this is David again, your boy David, and we're recording uh, podcast. We just looked back at our at our recording and we realized we made a podcast literally the month before. Um, so uh, hey, at least we're consistent. Um, and so I am joined again by Lilibeth Castaneda. Valles. Wow, you said it good. I said it correctly. Yeah, you did. Um, my co-worker. So, um, yeah, and we're just going to, you know, just talk. And uh, we have a few topics in mind and things like that. But, uh, oh, um, this is the Sonder podcast. So, uh, we were we were just talking off mic here. And uh, we, we were talking about why... The peep, some of the people we know and love and have wonderful potential, they date people that drag them down. Uh, I think from my perspective, and you're more than welcome to disagree with me, from my perspective, I feel like we want what we want. And so if, if we were raised... And I'm sure we are all raised by parents that have bad habits. If that person reflects their bad habits, it's not necessarily an attracted the bad habits themselves, but typically they do the good habits they do as well. So I th- I think like I think very much so we date our parents, and we date the good parts of our parents and the bad parts of our parents. What do you think? I mean, I think it makes sense, especially because it's what we're familiar with. Mm. It's it's kind of scary to get out of the stuff that you're not familiar with, you know? Um, like, in my case, for example, I definitely do agree with that. Reason being, because I, it took me a while to just sit back and realize, realize that the last couple of people that I've dated or talked to have been a reflection of my dad. And it took a lot in me to finally realize, hey, Lily Beth, you're seeking validation in the person that left you and other people who are choosing to leave. And it, it definitely makes sense. Um, it's familiar. Yeah, it is. And you kind of hope to change the end result with it. You, is it in a way like, like um, giving you closure? Yeah, I think that's definitely what it is, where you kind of, you've been through this experience before with somebody similar, like a father or a mother, and you're hoping that this time maybe, maybe will be enough for it to change. Maybe something will be different, maybe you are different, and as much as you can push it, it's just kind of like, well, this is it. I think it's the same thing like when they say that you're rereading the same book. That's basically why we're doing it. We're just comfortable with it. What do you think it takes for a person to get out of that kind of um, adaptation or that habit? Uh, I I'm a firm believer of you. You're not going to change what you want. Like like the what the the things you want and what you prefer in a guy aren't going to change. You can say how much like like how much you like this and how much you like that like you were just telling me you're like i want a guy that's driven and things like that but if it comes down to the right person is that so important it is important because that's exactly what i'm looking for 
And I kind of disagree with that because I think we all change and we all have different wants at a certain points. So for example, like if I look back from when I was 18, my wants was somebody who was uh, working out, going to the gym, you know, and I did that. And unfortunately, I didn't make up for everything else, you know, and it was a failed relationship, kind of toxic relationship. So I think your wants change as you grow older or simply because we all change. Um, when it comes to, um, <laughs> what were you saying with the last part? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. What, did you get lost or I something? Got... <laughs> I was no, thinking you're... about the cheese Sorry, we just like, bought cheese curds and um, yeah. wings. And we're like, there's such a rip-off, but it's like, ah, they're good. It was literally, I can tell you, about seven cheese curds at the price of $7. <laughs> a dollar a cheese curd, yeah. yeah. Um, but what do you think? <laughs> I, I I don't know if... The thing is, it's like, like a, you're saying, like you can ask for all the things that you're wanting. Like, I want a guy that's this... I want a guy that's that, and things like that. But when it comes down to the right person, like, you like them so much. But why do you like them? I think it's because you like them because you're, it, they mirror... I, I don't know why it's... It's always the bad habits of your parents. They always mirror some kind of bad habit your parent has. And then that's somehow... Because, so it's like... Like, say, for instance, if, like, for me, like, something that would be a reflection is if, I can't even, like, I can't even, like, nail it for girls. Like, I guess if they're pretty. Like, for guys, it's like, if guys are supposed to be funny and girls are supposed to be pretty, more or less. But but the thing is, if guys can be funny and, like, girls will look past a lot of stuff. <laughs> That's so true. Yeah, yeah, like looks. Oh no. Bad <laughs> habits. They look they look past a lot of stuff uh-huh. if a guy's that funny because it's bringing joy to their lives and they're kind of miserable in the uh in the the job they do and things like that. I think because it we have guys and I I don't know like like I don't know like statistics or anything like that. But what I do know is guys are able to get away with a lot more stuff is because we're f- we're more or less funnier. Like, like girls look for funny guys more than guys look for funny girls. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. So, like, we're able to get oh, – girls are able to look past some stuff because more often than not we're funny. Yeah, well – you kind of build some trust, you know, somebody who's willing to make you laugh and smile. Yes, and it's like, and then that's where the relationship begins. It's like, hey, I like this person because they make me laugh. And it's like, he's not, you know, it's, <laughs> there's this joke where it's like, uh, if you're if you're laughing, your eyes are closed so you don't realize how ugly the person oh, is. Oh, no. So it's like, it's like if you can keep their eyes closed, no. you have a better chance with them if you keep making them laugh. <laughs> okay, so I know we've talked about this before when you're like, would you consider yourself a funny person? I am the funniest person I know. Okay. So as somebody who considers themselves funny... Do you think it's a lot of pressure for you when it comes to a relationship or meeting a girl? Um, 
Yeah. Yeah, because I always have to find things that are like that are like funny. Um like like I remember the first date I took. The first date I went on recently, like like we did movie quotes and things like that, like when we were texting. And I was like, I have to I have to be fucking funny. I have to really bring it. And I mean the date didn't go that way. It went pretty well. Like it was a I was I'm glad I went. But would I like date this girl and marry this girl? No. If I was if I was being completely honest with myself and not be like, "Ah, oh, you know, we'll see where this figures." Out. Like I was trying I was trying to figure it out. Like I was trying to be like, "Well, I'm going to give her the I kept giving her the benefit of the doubt." But then every turn it was like, "Okay, this is weird this is getting weirder and weirder and weirder Mm -hmm. and then when she told me she wanted to be friends it was disappointing to me but it was also like bitch i have enough friends i don't need any more friends no i'm kidding but um (laughs) no it was it was disappointing but it was also relief it was disappointing because i felt like i wasn't good enough but it was a relief because i you know i didn't drag myself into something i didn't need to do but then why did you have to be somebody that you're not? You know, well, because you're naturally, the way that, the reason I say that is because it, you're naturally funny, you know? And so if you're trying to force yourself to be funny, then it comes off as somebody that you're not. That's very true. So why are you trying to be somebody else in that I, meantime? I, I wasn't trying to be somebody else. I'm not very good at being somebody else. I was very much myself. But I definitely have to up the tempo on how funny I am at that time. But are you always going to be that funny, though? You know, if you would have gotten That's in a relationship true. with her, do you think you would have kept up to that? If, if, if I would have lived up to that standard? Um, well, the thing is, and if I and, and if I was like, I was just going to fake it till I make it. It's like, all right, David, you're going to be fake funny now, and then when you're very comfortable, you're by the time you're comfortable with her, you'll be making normal reasonable jokes but then later on when she's laughing at your jokes she's gonna be like oh yeah <laughs> well I'd, li- <laughs> I'd like to think girls uh talk to me besides like me being funny mm-hmm. um but i mean yeah that's a character trait like and it it breaks down so many walls with people that are hard to get along with like i get along with everybody that's why I have so many friends, but um, but um, but the thing is, it's like, it's also like, like I'm not very confrontational either, and that's why I get along with people. And so I hear something like crazy from someone, I'm like, oh, you know, whatever, and I'm, and then I think about it later, I'm like, oh my god, that was crazy what that person said, mm. like something racist, something sexist. Some like like all of that stuff. I'm like straight up against, but it's like there's there's always stuff on the other side too. Like for example, this date I went on, it went great. It was wonderful. There was some things she said. I was like, and she was like a she was a feminist and things like that, which doesn't bother me. What bothered me is like she she had so much discrimination and grief towards Christians, and I, we were talking about our faith, and I, I'm not a Christian anymore. But all my very good, healthy friendships are still Christians. And I cherish that friendship even though I'm not a Christian anymore. And she was discrediting that. And that was not cool. 
Mm-hmm. I had to I had to change subjects before I, I got mad. Mm-hmm. Like I, and she was like, "Yeah, well, you, you you're not a very good judge of character." And I'm like, and I'm like, uh, it's like, well, you must have low standards for friends. And I was like, okay, let's move on. What do you wow. do for work? Wow, what kind of right she, does that she, person have she to She said that. She said that, and it was but like. Why did you stay then despite that? You know, like I, I said. Like that's a form of disrespect. Like, like I said, I, I kept being like, well, no. Giving her the benefit of the doubt. I give, I sometimes I give people too much grace. Mm-hmm. And like, I was just like, okay, I'm sure she's nervous. Or something like that because I didn't I didn't hold that against her it made me more upset than I showed but I I felt like like okay she's nervous like I'm sure she doesn't do this as often as someone would normally so I was like okay let's move on past that and see where this night goes because it's like you know benefit of the doubt she's yeah. probably nervous no, and it's, I mean, it's okay to do that because there's this thing called the first impression effect. I think that's what it is mm-hmm. in communication that I learned in class where you have this idea of a person based on the, on their first impression. Like you never change yeah. your idea of them because of that first impression. So you, that's why you keep talking to them to get to actually know them. And it's true, you know, maybe it's because she was nervous or she had some random thoughts in her head, maybe outside noise or stuff that was going on inside her head. Um... But it definitely leaves a mark, you know? You kind of, like, try to have the other things prove otherwise then. Yeah. Yeah. What about you? So guys can be... F- I guess I'm funny, but, like... You're more than funny, okay? okay. Like, I'm All just right. saying. that right. That's yeah. a characteristic yes, yes, yes. of you that stands yes, out. Yes, yes, But when... So... <laughs> so, um... When's the last time you've been on a date? <laughs> oh gosh. Um <laughs> let me think back. I think um in October. In October. Yeah, in October. And how did that go? Well, at the time it was with somebody that I had dated for very few weeks. <laughs> oh. Um it was it was good. So you've been already dating this person. Yeah. Without So you I never went mean... on a date? Well, yeah, we did. Okay. Prior what did you do? That. Uh we went downtown. I think we rode some skates. Uh, okay, then that's the first. When was the first date? I don't remember. <laughs> yeah, I think that's okay, what it okay. was. Okay, okay. The most memorable in like... My most memorable date. Is that what you want me to say? Sure. Okay. My most memorable date was when the person that I was in high... No, you know what? I would say my ex, uh, my first ex here in Colorado. Okay. Where... I have I live right down the street from the freaking place, so there's this like place where you can um, just stop your car and have the view of downtown. Mm. And so every time I visit it, I always remember that memory of like us on the edge looking at downtown during the nighttime, and it was the first time that I met him in person. Um, but now every time I go back, I always try to convince myself that I can change the past by changing what I feel for it now. I, I, there's some truth to that. Like, I don't think you can change the past because it happened. And it, well, yes, but you but can change it can your hold, perspective on it. It can hold new meaning. Exactly, that's yes. true. Yes, yes, I agree. And so you were you're going to that spot, and and the thing is, it's like just because like that, maybe that relationship ended on a sour note per se. I'm not sure. No, I I do <laughs> yes, know, but <laughs> <laughs> but um, I mean, there's always like. 
I remember things with my ex. We did we even though like the relation I've never had like a really good breakup. They've all been so so bad. But like like you you have good memories with them even though the relationship isn't necessarily what you were hoping for. Like I went to a haunted house, you know, and and then those are those are good memories to keep around, mm-hmm. you know. And but the things that aren't good to keep around are like why did it end this way? What's wrong with me? No, definitely not. Yeah. No. So so what was what's the worst date you've been on? I don't think I've had a terrible date. Really? I'm very, and I'm going to say this now, and I'm sure everybody knows this, everybody who knows me. I'm super picky, so I do not just go on dates with people. Like, even Mm. if, and I I remember this. I have to say the story because this is pretty funny. Okay. So I got on on Bumble a couple of months ago. Yeah, I got on Bumble a couple months ago, and then this guy started talking to me, and we had some very, like, intriguing conversations he was very intellectual and that's what really got me going with him and then he asked me out he was like hey can we see each other this weekend and I was like hey like I'm sorry but I just want to get to know you first and he got so offended by that he was like well I don't know if you don't know but nowadays people actually go on dates to go to get to know each other but I just feel like I'm wasting my time if you're not that kind of person and I was like okay clearly clearly I am not and even if you are uh, like I don't judge other people who are but that's my time, and I'm not going to let you see me if I'm not comfortable with it yet. Um, but that's why, like, I'm like, I don't go on dates often. And I haven't been on dates often. I see where he's coming from. <clears throat> yeah, and I get it. You know, when you want to try to build more of a connection in person. But at the same time, like, if I don't feel comfortable with that, you got to respect me a bit. It wasn't like, hey, we started talking two weeks ago. Let's see each other. No, it's... We started talking two days ago. Let's see each other. Oh, okay. I guess that makes more sense. Mm-hmm. Because, yeah, because if, like, for me, for instance, like, I'm hor And most of the other dudes I know when we talk about this, we're all terrible at texting. Like, having a conversation over text is the most grueling thing for me. Like, having, trying to have, like, an intimate... Because I like to use my voice, and they don't they don't hear how I... He, like, they don't hear me use all my weird voices and crap. They don't hear Your any Walmart? of that. My, my Walmart. They don't hear any of the inflection or anything like that. And, like, it's so hard for me and a lot of dudes to be like, I, I can't... I, I can't hold a stimulating conversation anymore over text because it's so hard for us you know what i actually have a date that i it was terrible i just remembered it now oh really do you want to hear about it yes <laughs> so this was when i started going to the gym i would say what 2019 20 2019 and this guy was i would say like 27 years old and come on i date older men <laughs> how old were you I was 20. Oh, okay. That's yeah. Not, I thought you were 19. I was like, No, oh I God. was 20. And so... Isn't he, that a, so funny? It's like a huge jump from, it's like, oh, 19? It's like, oh, you were 20. <laughs> anyway, go ahead. Um, And he was going to school to be a doctor. Okay. So he was already, he was going to school to be a doctor and going to, working at the hospital and everything like that. So I had a lot of respect for him because he was intelligent. Every conversation we had was pretty intelligent too. Right. 
But we went on a date, right? And so I got dressed up because I had this idea that we were going to go eat dinner. <laughs> because he said, let's go eat somewhere. And I was like, okay. Well, when he picked me up, he was like, where do you want to go eat? <laughs> First of all, you didn't have a place picked out. Oh, that's second of so all, funny. Second of all. Oh my gosh. That guess is so where funny. we went. Where? <laughs> Did you go to the... We went to Buffalo Wild Wings. What? Yes. Dude. And not only that, Yikes. he was like... I'm not really hungry. He was like, do you just want to get like six wings and then I'll eat half of them? I was like, bro. I was like, I need 12. <laughs> <laughs> I just saw you put down 12 wings. I was like, That's, that doesn't work. No. And it's it wasn't just that. Yeah. It wasn't just that, David. He was so controlling. And I even like. But he, was, he didn't have a plan, but he was controlling. He was controlling because this is why I say that. Because he kept trying to be like, hey, we should go to the club. And I kept saying, no, I don't want to go. I don't want to dance because I, I don't like being at clubs, you know. And so he kept saying, no, we're going to go to the club. And I was like, no, let's go to, a, I don't know, somewhere else. We don't have to go to a club. Yeah, well, we ended up going to a club. <laughs> well, not only that, David. He kept trying to make me dance with him. And I was like, no, I don't want to dance. Guess who the heck I brushed boobs with? Who? My ex's ex. You? I yeah, brushed with the, boobs with excuse her. Excuse me. <laughs> I was like, hey, I know them titties. <laughs> I've heard hey, about it's them you. before. I've heard about them before. <laughs> I was like, yeah, she's a woman with titties. <laughs> no, but I was like, at that moment, I had a panic attack because I was like, this dude is making me go somewhere. I feel uncomfortable. This dude made me go somewhere where I saw my ex's ex and she knew everything, you know, like I was deteriorated, man. I was barely building myself back up. I was still skinny and fragile. Yeah. So when I saw her, I was like, oh, dear God, please hide. I need to hide like a turtle, but I brush boobs with her, man. <laughs> Not only that, when he was driving me home, he was like, you know what? I really love women who, when you ask them to dance, actually dance with you. I like to go out and, and I like women who actually want to do things. And I was like, hmm, well, maybe you should find somebody else. Then. And he kept trying to message me and message me after that. I was like, I'm not going to respond to you. I don't care if you're no freaking doctor. Does it look like I give a shit? Like I, I could get anybody else. Well, I uploaded a picture on my Facebook, and I didn't have him on Facebook. He found me, and he was like, oh, you look terrible in this picture. I was like, you're 27. You're about to be a doctor, and you act like a 12-year-old boy. Mm. So that was my <laughs> terrible date. And what can we learn from this, ladies and gentlemen? <laughs> have a place picked out, mm-hmm. which I do. Okay. I do. I've learned that. It's like we're, there's no bickering or anything. It's like, hey, we're going to go here. Yeah. And it's going to be in uh, – the first date is going to be a quiet place so we can talk and get to know each other. And it's going to be dinner and it's going to be facing. The worst dates are like – the first dates are like movie dates because you don't talk at all and you're facing the screen. Yeah. And you don't have to talk to the person. And it's awkward because you're like, do I grab their hand? It's, do they no, hand? the first date, are you kidding me? It's like, hey. It's like, what? That's weird. Yeah, no. exactly. That's it like, has to be dinner or something. Somewhere where you can talk. It has to be quiet. It doesn't have to be like super quiet, but it has to be you, don't no, no interruptions or anything like that. Like the attention is on each other. 
Yeah, correct. Mm -hmm. Because your time is valuable. And listen. <laughs> listen. listen. To, you were you were telling him, mm -hmm. "Hey, I don't want to go to the club." Uh-huh. It's like, "Don't be a bitch. Don't be a douchebag, sir. <laughs> Damn. How many times I have to freaking tell you that you took me and then I ended up brushing boobs? <laughs> Did you think I wanted to have my brush? Hey, I know them titties. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. So, yeah. Yeah, that's What is your That's so empowering like yeah. like to know that like like um like I've been doing the right things. Okay, that's good. Yeah. We need to give you a round of applause for that. Hey, thanks. You guys. If you're effects? if you're at home, we'll we'll for, we'll put them in. We'll put sound effects in. But if you're at home, give me a round of applause because I do everything Ooh. right. I hope. Good job. Um what were you saying? Um I don't know. I think I forgot. For perfect. For the cheese curds. Um no, I mean, I I don't I haven't really gone on many dates either. Like mm -hmm. not with someone I've just Like, I don't have a lot of dates where I've just met someone. Um, I'm not necessarily picky, but it's like, well, if we don't necessarily click, like, I'm good with everybody. It's hard to be good with one person unless we click really good. I think that's, I would argue a case for that. It's like, I, I mean, I can't, I can have fun with everybody. But to have fun with like a person is one person is really it's harder. It's harder. Mm. Um, no, but I mean, there's always I, there's always like a, a couple dates I've been to where like we went on a couple dates and then it kind of fizzles out. Um, but the thing is, like, I I'm 25 and I've never been like I've never like dated that much and so to be now where it's like i mean i'm no freaking casanova but like I, <laughs> i'm kidding that's my last name everyone that's my that's my last name everybody <laughs> even though i just introduced you and that they know they know you can actually pronounce now okay, yeah yeah no i have casanova. to i have to have big big pauses and i was like castaneda de guadalupe <laughs> <laughs> oh, is it? <laughs> All right, oh, and then you're no Casanova, but no, I've been on a, a couple dates, and it's it's been you know, I mean, I've I haven't really dated much, and so how does that make you feel not having had dated that much? Like, do you feel you could date more? Do you feel like yeah, there's a reason you're not dating more? I mean, besides the pandemic? No, I mean, um, I think I never dated as much because i don't know i couldn't tell you like uh i mean i've i've always been able to like like it's funny like to my friends like to my friends that were you know so, like a lot of them are like dude you're so good with women and I'm like well no i'm horrible with women <laughs> but i'm just better than you are oh <laughs> so it's just it's just so they don't say that but it's like Like, I'll be going on dates, and they typically don't. And so it was just like, well, there's David coming home with an... I was like, well... Anyway, regardless. So do you pride yourself, then, in having had gone on more, more dates than your friends? Yeah, not not to... No, not even that. No? I don't I don't care. Like, 
Like my friends are doing the smart thing. I'm doing the dumb thing by going by going on dates instead of focusing Why? by going on dates instead of focusing on what I should be doing. Okay. Like podcasting. Well, that's so, a thing. And the thing is, if a if if a girlfriend turns into a marriage this young, then it's it would be hard to do all of this. You are just Oh well, say it. Putting so much weight on it. And it, I mean, you're I, right. I can't, you're right, I am. I come from a different perspective because you know me. Like, okay, I don't date either. But at the same time, like, you you don't have to be so hard on yourself for actually dating. You know? Like, there's so many people in this world. You can learn so much from other people that it's great. Maybe it might give you some ideas for your podcast. That's true. So, it and, like, I'm coming from this old school perspective of, you know, I was a Christian and, you know, I did all this stuff. I did all this stuff as far as like, uh, like I was in the ministry. I was in the ministry for so long. I don't know how to not be in it. And so that's something I'm still figuring out. It's like, it's okay to, you don't have to try to marry every girl you date. Oh, that's what, that's what the Christian perspective is. If you're going to date a girl, you are going to marry that girl. And so it's like this, not to judge, because, I mean, it's not bad. It's not necessarily a bad thing, but it's a lot of pressure you put on yourself. It's like, well, this better work, you know? We're at the Sonic, and she's, um, you know, I gotta, I gotta marry this girl, you know? I gotta, and it's like, and then it's like, because in order, and the thing is, we kind of, like, I've heard of couples getting married within 60 days. Like, 90-day fiancé, more like a couple weeks fiancé. <laughs> like... It's just been so quick. It's like, oh, I, I didn't even meet her. Like, what? Like, well, you're getting married? And, um, yeah, so it's just they expedite the process <laughs> so they can not be sinful. They said express pickup. Express pickup. <laughs> Certified mail. FedEx. <laughs> um, because it's like, uh, because it's not necessarily we, we don't want to be in sin. Because if if you start to stretch those relationships out like if they go a year and you guys like haven't reached like that point of sex it's you're pull, like dudes are pulling their hair out you know oh my goodness. and so like i mean i'm sure you the couple the theoretical couple jan and jill or jan i get whatever jack and jill like um if they're like let's say a christian couple's dating for six months in that six months I would imagine they've had some kind of inappropriate interaction in the view of the Christian church. And so we expedite the process because we don't want to be like, like we feel such regret. Like every time I did something with someone that I wasn't married to, you'd feel such regret. And then you feel guilty and then you beat yourself up about it. Wow. Um, I mean, that's where I'm coming from. Mm-hmm. I, it's not the same for everybody. Like, I'm sure you got, like, some people would be able, I'm sure there's some, a lot of Christians out there who are fine with having sex before marriage and, you know, they can still feel, be, have a fulfilled marriage and things like that. But what I'm saying is, for me and a lot of the other people I talk to who are Christian, formerly and presently, it's, it's just so hard because we put so much pressure on ourselves because we are expected to marry this person if we really like mm-hmm. them. Um, 
So yeah, that's the background I'm coming from. Yeah. And that's why I'm just putting so much pressure on this because it's like if something becomes serious, I feel like I have to be like, okay, if it got serious, then we have to get married. No. No, do what makes you feel comfortable. Because then we've talked about this where people, some people get married and then they end up not being happy. And so why would you want to do that just because you're accustomed to it? Do you, do you feel like some, do you feel like every couple just gets miserable after like 10 years? I would hope not. And you can't say that to me because you know how hard it is for me to believe in all that stuff and Mm -hmm. just love. But I really do hope not. And I kind of, I don't, do you know why? Why? Because I've had customers who have been 50 years together, over 50 years together, and they're so respectful to each other. They're still so in love with each other. So I see that, and I believe that it's real. It's just, it's rare. What do you think it comes down to? It comes down to how much you're willing to sacrifice for yourself and for the other person. I think true love is accepting and adapting. Mm. Because... Uh, like I said, like everybody's different. And so some things we might have to change. Some habits we might have, we might have to change because the other person isn't comfortable with it or they don't feel confident with themselves because they're doing that kind of thing. And it comes down to the sacrifices you're willing to make for that other person and for yourself. That's a very good point. Yeah, it comes down to the sacrifices you're willing to wait, willing to wait for that person. <laughs> Um, (laughs) yeah because i always see like like merit like there's so many marriages around me that some of them are good some of them are bad and i think it just comes down to what you're willing to tolerate because you're going to have to like your life is going to be different with this other person because it's not your life anymore it's our life it's your life and it's not your life it's our life and so when we think about when we think about like uh like what are your dreams what are your passions how much room do you have for the other person's passion yeah and then if you get you get fucking kids in there a dog like it things get messy man and so it's like can you live and i'm sure this is changing can you live a life where you both live out some kind of dream you've had or is like some person gonna have to make the sacrifice it's like all right i'm gonna i'm gonna work at this job i don't like so you can go to school go to school Mm -hmm. work the job you like but then maybe the hopes is that hey i'm paying for your school and once you graduate we can do something that i want to do you know it's kind of like sharing that and then they're like nah now we're yeah, good. But see, that's the sacrifices you're willing to make for the other person. Yes. But I think I think the nah comes from at that point, I'm sure by the time they've gotten through school, if they've wanted kids, they've had kids by now. And so it'd be so hard to be like, Okay, I went through school, now you go through school. Okay, so it's just harder because of everything else going on. Honestly, too. if kids make it thirty times work to do anything. Like, to go to school, to work out. Kids make... They don't have sex anymore. Like, kids make everything so much more difficult. And if you want that, you have to be thinking, like, how much am I willing to give up to have these kids? 
how much am I willing to give up to live to have my partner's dream lived out? I don't. So I kind of want to mention this because I don't want I don't want this podcast to be shared out and, and for us to feel like I I don't want to target saying that kids are bad. No, not of course not. For me, I mean, kids are horrible. Kids. No, no. Kids remember. No, because. No, I've seen some beautiful relationships where their love is just also bounded with their children. And so they still manage to accomplish so much because they want to do it for their children. That's true. But... Like, yes, it's true. It's true that you see that. You see those complications in people, but that's because they let it overcome them as a burden, as something or as something that's harder, you know, when instead it should be something that your life revolves around with. But everything else can continue to go on for as much as you're willing to, because I don't know. I I mean, I personally wouldn't want to have a child soon because I'm not ready yet. And I could and I could keep being told by other women. Yeah, you're never going to be ready. So you might as well do it now. But I'm like, no, no, no. <laughs> but still, for me, I want to feel a little more confident in it. And just because I want to be able to manage my time well. And if it comes to another life being in my life, like it's just not my life anymore. And I want to be able to offer them my time and everything else while also accomplishing my dreams. And maybe it might be a little bit harder for other people, especially when they're younger and they have children, where it's kind of like, well, this is brand new to me. And now I just have to do this for them. Everything is for them. Yeah. The th- I think if you want to live out a big dream, you have to go into some level of below the, below the poverty line. Like if you're going to invest all this time into building something or creating something, I feel like you have – but with kids, you don't have that luxury of being poor. It's a luxury. You don't have that luxury of being like, all right, I'm just going to eat like frosted flakes and rice. (laughs) Me. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Like you don't have that luxury with kids. You're like, I feel like uh, one of my friends at work a long time ago, he got his girlfriend pregnant and he was scrambling to get a job. He was... He was 16. Okay. And so you're like, I can't live. I don't. I'm already poor. Like, I can't be. And I'm not doing anything. You know? Uh He's poor and he wasn't working towards a goal. So you don't have that luxury of being poor when you have kids. I don't know. Like, when I look at my mom, for example, who after my dad um, was gone, like, she had to work because for so many years she didn't work because my dad was a machista. And so he'd be like, nope, you cannot go to work because then you'll meet somebody else. He, she didn't even know how to oh. drive. She didn't even know how to drive because he never taught her. Does she know how to drive now? Yes. Okay. But he didn't want her to learn because she, he'd say, hey, you're going to leave with another man. Like, that's how bad it was. Mm. And so after he was gone, like, she was left with $200. Oof. And rent was due. Everything was due. It was the end of the month. And she had to start working it. Every day, like she tells me, I do everything for you guys. And I have to remind her, hey, I know you do everything for us, but it's your life too. And I think that's what it comes down to, like parents now. Like we have some people that we know where they work so hard for their children. But in the future, hopefully their children grow up to say thank you. But it's you need to live your life too. 
I'm really grateful the mindset my both of my parents are in right now. Why? My mom is running marathons. I used to. That's awesome. My mom is forty. I don't remember. She was born in nineteen seventy six. Don't tell me about that. She was. She's. She's in her forties. Uh huh. I think she's forty five. And she's doing marathons. She's doing marathons. Wow. And the thing is, she's like, she's never been on fire for life as she is now. Like, she's, she's like, I'm gonna, I'm tired of, I'm tired of living the way I was, like being so poor and like, uh, not having a fulfill, like hating my life. And so she did something about it. She took control of it. She took control of her life. That's awesome. And so, and she's living a great life maybe not the dream job she wants but it's a good paying job and she lives a very good life now same with my accomplishing a lot same with my dad he's he's living he's living a really good life he goes on vacation all the time and he's just and the thing is when when your parents are like that they just like they just and when you live with your parents it's always fighting and like <laughs> and that's why I never want to live with my parents because I don't ever want to go back to that. I mean I'll stay for a little bit like on vacation, but I'll never live with my parents again because it's like then then they won't be happy to see me. <laughs> I'll be their loser son who lives in the basement like like I was, like I was when I got out of college, I I flunked out and I had to live in my dad's basement. And he would always like he'd like hey, clean your room and then like we would be sick. Like, Stop telling him what to do, Dad. We'd be sick of each other, mm-hmm. and now we can't get enough of each other. I know, yeah. I get it. I yeah. totally get yeah. it. Yeah, and now it's just all. so great that they're living their life now, and we can live like because things weren't always good. You know, me and my brother would fight all the time. <laughs> like we went to blows, and he broke my nose. Really? I had to reset my nose. I never went to the hospital for it. <gasps> David, you could have gotten a like, free rhinoplasty. Like, uh, yeah. <laughs> like, oh shit. <laughs> you might still be able to call Yeah, it. I might be able to. No, I like my nose. But um, uh, yeah, I had to reset it and like things were bad. Like things, I feel like with every family, there's always like a season where it's bad. Yeah. But then like when everyone's in a good spot, like... Not perfect, but when everyone's in a good spot, we can't do anything but enjoy each other's company. Not only that, but also when you're far apart from each other. Yes. Because then you're like, I miss you. Instead of being like, we're, you know. Clean up. Clean up. my way. Like, yeah. Isn't that, isn't that funny? It is, you know. It it definitely is. Um, I mean, like, for example, my family just came over a couple weeks ago. And I was so happy because they got to see where I live and everything like that. But I'm not going to lie. The, first, the next couple of days, I was like, shut up. <laughs> I was like, okay. I yeah, yeah. They drove you crazy. You're like, uh, You need to be quiet. <laughs> quiet. This is my house. And I, my mom clearly asked me. She was like, are you tired of us yet? I was like, oh, God. Did I make a notice of that? <laughs> I'm kidding. They're like, what? What makes you think that? <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just so used to the quietness, you know. But yeah. then when it's gone, when they're gone, everyone's just quiet. It's just so it's like, oh my. You goodness. can never, you can never have it. You can never have it. Like, 
Like, I love how quiet it is here, but it's also like, it drives me nuts sometimes. Yeah. Like, sometimes I'll go into work just to, just to get out of my freaking house, you know? Uh-huh. But then I remember, <laughs> I remember in Omaha, the last place I lived, it was a house. I lived with three roommates in the same room. What? In the same room? In the same room. And then? They, oh my gosh, it was, <laughs> it was fucking madness, man. It was madness. Like we had, we had a Tetris beds on the floor. Like Tetris beds? Yeah. No, no, we had to like, like, okay, your bed goes here. And we're, <laughs> like, like we had to make it fit all upstairs and it was, Wow. I'm really grateful for those because it was like, like it, it, it's like having your friends around all the time. You can, you can throw like an instant party. Yeah. And your friends are around all the time. And the I was those were some some of the best times I've had. That is so cool. Like having a roommate having a a house full of good friends. Uh-huh. Um but at the same time, would I do that again? No. No. <laughs> no. No. I've lived that life, man. Yeah. I chased it around roommates for rent and like the landlord came by. The landlord came by. No, my buddy was like smoking a cigarette, but he was really stressed out. And he's like, "What's?" I was like, "What's going on, man?" He's like, "Landlord's coming by tomorrow. He's gonna check." And there's only supposed to be three people in the house. There was like, there's five people in the house. Oh. And so he's like, "Landlord's coming tomorrow. We have to make it look like there's only three people that live here." Yeah. And he's like, "It's a fucking sitcom in here, man." <laughs> Did like, he make it at least? Yeah. Like, did, did he make it? Were you able to? Yeah, make sure yeah. That it was only three but it felt like a like every week of that house was a freaking sitcom, man. Wow. Like it was not, and then yeah, we had to stack the beds on top of each <laughs> other, put a big blanket so you didn't see the like bed. Yes, yes, and it's like, oh, this is just our storage room. We just like to keep storage in here. Oh my gosh! It was that it's like so, so much fun. it was it was a it was a freaking madhouse, but it was so much fun, dude. It was so much fun. You never cooked because the dishes were like to the ceiling all the oh time. Oh my goodness! Yeah, and then yeah, yeah, um, yeah. If if you can tolerate roommates, I would definitely recommend. It. I can't. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> so no, quick you yeah. really can't <laughs> no because it's it's no matter what it is it's just roommates now for me are just it's weird no for me it's not weird for me it's do not get in my space do not touch my things do not oh shit. because you know when i live with don't fart don't burp I don't yeah care. i was like do not do that stuff around me um but it's his house I don't care. <laughs> I, that's why i say that like i do not feel comfortable with that and i'm just like uh-uh. I have things a certain way. They have to be that way, and that's it. Yeah. I've had and that's stuff it. stolen from me. Really? Uh, yeah. Like, this morning, I was looking for my shirt to go work out, and I I used to have this block, black long sleeve. I was like, oh, where is it? And then I realized, oh, yeah. They took it. <laughs> Who took it? Well, I have someone. <laughs> <laughs> Allegedly. Someone. Allegedly Alleg- do you it. know? I know because I wasn't there. I was gone for a couple of weeks, and so my some of my clothes was missing. And I was like, "Well, where else could I have gone? They could have run away." <laughs> Wait, did you? Ha- Never mind. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's just so like roommates are just it, they can be the best, or they can ruin your life. No, like when I think of my friends, my really close friends, um, 
they're so messy. I only have male friends, you know this. And so yeah, yeah. I go over and I'm like, oh my goodness, you didn't clean this. Oh my goodness, what do you mean you didn't take out the trash? Like stuff like that that I, that I know I could I couldn't live with them. I love them so much, but I could not live with them. It's fu- like out of out of all my friends, I'm the most tidy. Really? Yeah. Like to see, <laughs> dude, the things he does. This one of my buddies, his name was David. He was my roommate, uh, and uh, he would have come and go pizza boxes. <laughs> <laughs> like the triangle boxes like at the gas station he would have it like that's all his back seat was dedicated to just eating the, yeah it was it was hilariously bad mm-hmm. and it smelled like smoke because he just chain smokes and like wow it takes dedication man. no dude uh, yeah and then i see your car and my car and i'm like well it's not so bad no <laughs> Do not mention our cars, David. Dude, you Yours remember? Is now nice. Do not mess it up. You're now. right. We you're just right. got a new car. I, it's sacred. It's sacred to me now. But um, no, you remember when Sam? We went to brunch, which we have to get brunch with those people again. Yes, because we have to pay. This we time. have to pay. Yeah. We have to pay it forward. Mm-hmm. But um, uh, yeah, she was like, "This car's messy," and then we looked at each other like, <laughs> oh, with our eyes. It's like, like that wild. puppet. You know that puppet where it's like, oh no. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> The puppet <laughs> meme. It's like, oh, shit. So. Well, if only you knew. Yeah. She's got like 12 coats. Excuse me. But, okay, so the reason. <laughs> Excuse me, sir. Me, if we're going to talk about this in the podcast, let me at least explain why. Okay. It is essential. Okay? We live in you Colorado. You don't need 12 coats. Excuse me. We live... <laughs> you keep saying it. We live in Colorado. <laughs> Excuse me. Excuse me. It sounds like you don't know how to say, like, you don't know what it means. You just heard it somewhere. All right, Nebraska, (laughs) shut up. (laughs) Excuse me. We live in Colorado. Okay. And we know, like, I mean, come on, Colorado native here. We know the weather changes from freaking 70 degrees to 20 degrees one day to another. And I have, like, work jackets in there. I have stylish jackets in there. What if one day I got to go to the gym and then after that I got to go to a party? Or vice versa. <laughs> Wait, you'd go to the you'd go to the gym after that's like after your party. Yeah, vice versa. Don't want to like You go to the gym and you're like, oh yeah, yeah, I really got a good sweat going. Let me go to this party. <laughs> you don't need twelve. Twelve is a lucky number. You a three? No, that's a bad number. A work outfit or a work jacket, a survival jacket. And then, like, your party jacket. What if in order to survive, you need 12 jackets? <laughs> no. <laughs> because it's bad if you sweat, if it's really cold out, and you get your fucking 12 jackets on somehow, and you start sweating, you lose that water, and then you get even colder no, because your shit's you can, wet. You can use the other jackets as a bed so you can lie in the snow and you can... See? In the snow? Yeah. Just stay in the car. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> Excuse me. Excuse me. <laughs> well, you didn't want to let me explain. I was like, at least let me Excuse explain. Me. You're right. All right. I understand. <laughs> but it's like, like I look at my cards. Like, why do I have my tools in here? 
Like there's a there's a grill in my car. What? In my Honda, there's a grill. Did you leave it in there? Yeah. Oh no. Like when I moved, I just left the shit I couldn't find a place for in my car. Hi, Bobby. I know. How long have I lived here? I lived here. I moved in a while ago. It's been like four months already. How long have you lived at your place? Not that long. I'm saying five months. Five months. Six months probably. Five six months. It's crazy. Our, how long's your lease? Isn't it like a thirteen? No, it's like a fifteen. I think it was a fifteen. Yeah, and you're already six months in. Yeah, that's crazy. I'm ready. <laughs> I'm ready. Where are you gonna go though? I have no idea. You know, like being from Denver, and having I lived in the outskirts, so I lived like in the Portland area. I grew up in that area, and so living in Denver is so hectic for me. But I've gotten used to it. And then when it comes to looking at like the suburbs, I'm like, this be this would be really nice. But it'd be too quiet. <laughs> but it'd be, really? Yeah. No, it's just like over here, it's just so, like it's more ghetto than I thought it would be. Really? Yeah, like my freaking moufle got stolen. My freaking... I know, can you explain that on the podcast and tell them what happened? So I was on the fence. So I just recently bought a car. Great car. I recently bought a different car and then i had to sell this one because there was problems with it but then i woke up this morning and then i was gonna i i, I forgot where i was going i think i was going to work to check on a customer because we do that for work we'll go in just to help a customer um and like i turn on my car and it sounds like a lawnmower <laughs> Believe me, and then does. and then like i was like what the hell <laughs> and as soon as i turned on the car i knew exactly what happened <gasps> But I was in such a good mood. I was like, "Someone stole it." <laughs> Tell them. And then, you... and then my mood got like as soon as I started driving, it got progressively worse and worse. <laughs> and you were having a shit day too that day. Oh, we were both going. Dude, out. we were, we were having a this horrible day. This was yesterday. Day. What do you mean? What was it yesterday? <laughs> Yesterday. No, it wasn't. It was yesterday. Really? It was yesterday. Dude, that feels... I feel like that was like last week. Let me tell you this. We were both having terrible Shit days. Shit days. To the point Horrible where... Horrible customers. Like... I had to vent in the car and I was just yelling and David you got were scared yelling and he just at me. stayed quiet. <laughs> I didn't know what to do. I was like, well... No, I didn't know what to do. Just listen. Just listen. Until she's, she asked for a response. That's, <laughs> That's exactly what he did, but it was so funny. And you're like, am I crazy? Am I crazy? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, what? No. What? No, no. Yeah, but we both had really bad days, but I mean, David She was got about his... to get into a fucking Culver's and stomp on this bitch. I was like, what? <laughs> I was like... To this? I... <laughs> <laughs> and I was I... like... I was like, oh, go ahead, go ahead. I have beef with a girl from Culver's. <laughs> she, she has beef with a poor girl from Culver's. Poor girl, excuse me. No, she's She works at a Culver's. No, like how... so what? No, but still, like, I mean, I just I just have beef with a girl from Culver's. That's it. If you're listening to this, if you ever listen to this, I'll always have beef with you. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> oh, my gosh. No, and she, I was like, yeah, maybe we should go back and see if we can find her. And she's like, yeah. And I was like, no. <laughs> I advised, I, I gave ill counsel. <laughs> and I was literally about to flip a bench. Dude, I was like, yeah. no way. No way. We'll go to jail. We'll go to jail. 
<laughs> just fucking pop this bitch in her mouth like this. <laughs> what? What are you doing? <laughs> We're better than this. Like you don't have to. <laughs> if if you popped her in the mouth, she would win because it's like you stooped low. You're right. No, you're right. And then she, you'd be in jail. You'd be the, get the the mug shots. Like I'd be laughing. And then, and then you would be like viral on the internet. And it's like, oh, look at this pretty girl go to jail. <laughs> like that, like that. You remember that black guy with the blue eyes? Yeah, you know he guy? got a modeling contract yeah. because of it. Let's go to the Culver's. <laughs> Let's go to the Culver's. You to pop do? that bitch in your, her mouth, and then you'll get a contract for Is modeling. That what I have to do to and that's what contract? you have to do, man. <laughs> That's what you have to do. Ah, see, it was good. Yeah, it was good. It was good. The long, I was like, long term. We're thinking long term. (laughs) By the time you get out, you know, you know. Just don't drop the soap. Don't don't drop the soap. Wait, what? That's I go to jail. I just don't drop the soap. I I have to. You don't have to worry because there's they can't penetrate you. That's why. David. What girl who's into girls also? I know that. Come on. What? Are they going to be like, oh, I dropped the soap, and then they're just going to... Oh, David! <laughs> I'm so glad you guys can't see that. <laughs> you're like, I'm a girl that's into other girls, and I do this, and you're like, whoa, I never! <laughs> excuse me, excuse me! <laughs> gosh, dang it. Oh, my gosh. <sighs> All right. All right. Well, that was a great podcast. Thank you so much for joining me, Lily. Beth. No, David, thank you for having me again. And, uh, yeah, that was a lot of fun. So we'll uh, catch y'all hopefully next week. Nope, not hopefully. It's going to be next okay, week. Okay, all right. We'll catch y'all next week. Bye, guys. Thanks.